Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. I'm Marshall. That's the boys. This is the community pub. Tonight, I am diving into another in the Boulevard Brewing Company. This little pack I got, this is a rum barrel aged, right? Uh, Imperial brown ale with natural flavors. Okay, spice cake is what it's called. Coming at a 12.7%. Last week, uh, I found out I've got a little rosy around the cheeks and was getting a little bit tipsy (laughs) at that 15% is the way it goes. So hopefully this will do a little bit better. What are you out drinking tonight? Burning with Dustin is on. I mean, cooking with Dustin. I mean, uh, Dustin's on. What are you cooking tonight, man? Oh, man, we got some uh, some, some real fresh uh, deer meat. Got a deer burger going. This thing is mm-hmm. thick. Man, it might be a pound, you know. But uh, what what do you think that is? I mean, that, look at it. Come on, show up. Dang it. Uh, yeah, no, you can't. Butchering up the man, audio, what, too. Whatever. Nicely done. It's, That's uh, what they do in West Virginia. So you you got a uh, you got a deer or you borrowed somebody's deer? Uh, my father-in-law shot two, and uh, I passed on more deer last week than uh, I could shake stick at. But uh, he got some deer, so my freezer's full. That's nice. Hey, that's really uh, all that matters. Yeah, yeah. Matters. Going next to it, we got a blue moon. So, oh, I like it. You know, somebody else that. Uh, Hasn't really caught shot any tail lately is Alex. Uh, good to see you on tonight, Alex. I mean, uh, you know, hopefully everything's going well. Yeah, I man, can't complain. Glad good to be here. You. Good to see you, brother. What everybody else drinking tonight? Derek, what are you sipping on? I got uh, Tropical Truth Imperial IPA from Flying Dog Brewing Company. It's a limited edition. It's an 8.7. What were you trying to catch up? I listened, Marty. I saw a 12 today and I almost grabbed it. And I was like, ah, let's do the eight, the 12. I was like, ah, I'll be okay. Hey, this is not bad, though. If anybody can find it, Boulevard Brewing Rum Barrel Aged Spice Cake. It That's actually pretty quite tasty. It's a sipper, though. It's a sipper, no doubt. Uh, all right, cooking with Nick. Uh, we know that Dustin is making some, some deer. What are you up to tonight? What's on the menu? Uh, I'm trying to throw something together reasonably healthy. I've got fish, potatoes, and some stir-fried veggies laid out. So I'm going to throw all that together and see what happens. Some fish, some potatoes, and some veggies. Yeah, that's pretty healthy, I'd say. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. Corey Taylor hopping in. Good to see you, Corey. Uh, I think we just got a message earlier. Your package got damaged. So uh, this is my official notice to you. Your package is <laughs> was damaged by UPS. Boy, we had an onslaught lately. For those of you that have been experiencing it, hey, it ain't fun. But it's part of the season. All right, what's something that's been going on with you guys in your car life that's been good? If you got something good that's been going on, for me, here's what's been good. We've been under some maintenance lately, and turns out today, <laughs> two vehicles, right? I felt like I was Lucas for a second. Some of the other Dodge truck owners with multiple vehicles that were broken down, but you know, it is what it is. 
two of them today needed new batteries. And it was like, okay, well, that's what's good in our car live is new batteries. Like, hey, is what it is. God damn, those things went up. Wow. It's been a few years since I bought a battery. They uh, they took a nice little climb. What's been going on good in your car life, Lucas? Well, I sold my big turbo life? VR6 Jetta, and I recently acquired a 2001 Chevrolet Tahoe with only 136,000 miles and functional four-wheel drive and rust-free. Whoa. He must have been overseeing Dustin earlier with all this rust-proof, and he does. Uh, I recently added it to my menu, and so far it's going well under advice of uh, uh, Mr. 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 Stanley. And since you didn't ask me, but everyone is curious, tonight I am drinking from Sagatuck Brewing Company, the original Neapolitan Milk Stout at 6%. Oh! Like, did they put the original on the label, or you're calling it the original? Nope, it's that's the top word on the label is the original. Neapolitan milk style. Hmm. I wonder if that is uh, purely a label suggestion, sort of like the elf when he runs in and says, well, you did it. World's greatest coffee. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is that oh, not, what is God. everybody watching for Christmas movies? That's still number one for me. Elf all day. Now nah, the Grinch. Jim Carrey, the Grinch. Elf is the single worst movie ever made. We are oh. a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation household Whoa, here. I know. <laughs> Wait, oh, that's a good movie too, though. It's, it's, that's a, a good, good movie. I, I found out that apparently I'm too old school this weekend, and none of the stuff I watch is traditionally a good Christmas movie. And apparently all Christmas movies revolve around how great Left Alone was. Apparently that is the ultimate Christmas for some people. Oh, I get you mean it. Home Alone? Yeah. What did I say? Left Alone? Yeah. You said Left Alone. What? I was trying well, to figure you, out. That, that like, sounds like a horror <laughs> Wait a minute. Movie. Left yeah. Alone sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> home Alone. <laughs> Same thing. Left Alone, Home Alone. You got me. But wait, uh, the major thing is which one's better, one or two? Ooh. Is two ever better? No. It depends. Yeah, but very rarely, right? I mean, Hangover 2 versus Hangover 1? Yeah. 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 Nah, yeah. sequels are never better, man. Fast and Furious 15. Somewhere in there. I don't know. We've had some good ones. There, there's some good others. Uh, yeah. The Rocky Fast 2. Uh, yeah. Rocky 2 because he wins. Uh, the yeah, Dark Knight yeah, is true. well regarded as better oh, than Batman Begins. That is true. That is yeah. true. Terminator 2. Mm, Terminator 2. Terminator 2. All right, Derek. What's new in your car life? Uh, right now it's, uh, those, uh, I'm, I'm sure you guys that have dogs know about this, but those, uh, those little, uh, kind of drapes you can put on so your dog doesn't get hair in, in, in the, the damn car. So I had to get a second one. My wife has one. I had to get one for the truck because when we've got this dog, I said, hell no, that dog ain't coming to my truck. I cleaned too many cars with dog hair in it, but it already had it happened. And, uh, the other night we went, uh, the other day we went camp, uh, hiking. And she uh, got in the truck. We forgot it, and got mud all on the inside of my truck. And I'm just like, God, like, but it worked <laughs> out. Yeah, I get it. Who else has had something good in their car life recently? Man, I tell you what, I'm buying new seat cushions for my 200,000 mile Dodge Ram. Mm. I man, it's like it's like driving a brand new truck sitting on cloud nine. You got them Amazon specials. 
pop the covers off, pop them fresh cushions in there. Totally new truck. That's what All I right. buy. All right. So walk me through this a little bit, Dustin, because <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. I'm serious because, and this is what I was going to say, because I've started to get a little bit over on that left side of my, my Jeep. I, and it was because I couldn't hardly lift up my legs for a lot of times. And I was just like dragging myself into the Jeep. You probably keep but, your wallet in your back pocket too, in your right pocket. Negative, negative yeah. Ghost Rider. Ah. Uh, the, uh, no, it's literally because that's the main part of my stenosis and my right hip was pretty much dormant. So I would just uh. drag it across. Anyway, I got, I got started with just a little bit. Now it became a, I've got a pretty good size little, uh, wear in my Jeep seat. So did you, you put in a whole new cushion? You just put yeah. on a cover. What'd you do? No, a whole new cushion. Um, must be a Mopar thing. Got that real weak, uh, left side to them. Uh, whole new cushion, pretty easy, uh, on and off. Most of your, your covers there just have, uh, six clips on the bottom of them and you can just pop them off, loosen a couple of them brackets and put the new one on. And I game changer, dude. Gotta do it. Must have. Must have. All right. It felt Alex. like I was sitting in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've been on those. No doubt. I get it. Alex. Oh, sorry. Um, nothing big. I have, I have an intake, a tuner and stuff sitting in the box that I ordered like two months ago that I still haven't installed. Um, I finally tinted my car though. After a few months, I don't know why I waited so long. Yeah, I don't know either. Did you tint it yourself <laughs> or you went and had it tinted? Yeah, no, I, I did it myself. Oh, okay. Did you just learn on the fly or you already know how to do it? Yeah, no, I've, I've done a couple of cars here, like here and there, like just the front windows. Um, like I did my mobile van, but I, I actually, I ordered pre-cut and it was, I, I popped the door panels, bottom loaded. It, it went pretty smooth. I went through nice. a couple of back, back windows, but. Cool. Nicholas, yeah. uh, with Pig Daddy, uh, I know it's a little bit cold through here in the uh, the Midwest. You've been out riding the bike any or what's oh, what's, yeah. what's new? <laughs> you got anything new for the bike or new in the car life? Yeah, I've still been riding the bike. Went on like uh, the Hutchinson toy run two hours from here and it was like 20 degrees that morning. <laughs> I think we're having our big bike uh, bike run this weekend. For those of you that listened to the episode just the other day, uh, we found out a new guy inside of my Uber. The new, the new guy we found out is the SSR guy. Uh, Nick, you'll recognize him in many of your uh, Harley runs or motorcycle runs. He's the guy that has the shirt sleeve still off, and he's sixty something, seventy years old, uh, and also owns an SSR. He he talked about their big run coming here in Tulsa is next week, really? and it used to close down this whole area, uh, but it. And it was funny because he said he was joking about how he was pissed off because they had to switch to this other place. And it was this really nice thing they used to do. And I go, Oh yeah, that's you guys. We used to cuss you all because there was a Sunday, like every Sunday in the, you know, towards this time, we never knew when it was. Cause I didn't check, but you just always knew that some Sunday you were going to get fucked. Like there was so many people and they closed down so many parts of the, what's called Riverside that you couldn't get back and forth across town. It was just, it was brutal. Man, I, I didn't hear about that bike run there in Tulsa. I don't know. You can send me information on that. I might make a run up there. I got a few okay. better go on the road. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. So some of the things we want. And anybody else got anything fun that's happened in the car life? They're just dying to get off their chest? No? 
No. Okay. Uh, one of the things we want to talk about tonight, which should be a, a good one because there's a lot of people concerned about, which, you know, uh, Nick Walters had talked about earlier in this year. And I think maybe even last year about the amount of vehicles that are coming out with less and less clear coat on them. And the paint gauges are becoming more and more important, especially when it comes time to a, a newer vehicle that might have some blemishes or some scratches or something involved with that clear coat. Boy, if we don't know what, how many, how much uh, Mills is on there and what the paint gauge is saying, we can maybe not, we could run into damage ourselves, but if not for us, we're definitely causing somebody down the road, another brother in the detailing world that, and hopefully it's not us, right? Let's say we, we do the car and we buff it down. We didn't check the paint gauge, but you know, we got a new vehicle and that paint didn't come out quite like it used to two years later, the customer comes back to us and Hey, we, maybe we didn't run all the, the correct notes or we get that car back and suddenly we got a burn mark because the last time we went and buzzed down all that clear coat. So Lucas, I know you made a post in the specialist group. It was cool. Uh, a lot of people are posting pictures of their paint gauges inside the specialist group. What is it that you found? Uh, and you said it was pretty unique on the one. So talk to us about the vehicle you were working on, what readings you got and anybody else, you know, we'll start to jump around the room of people that have experiences with paint gauges, you know, go ahead and let us know if you want to chime in on it. And uh, we'll go around and talk about it. But I think most people would also like to know which paint gauges you guys like, you know, what paint gauge do you recommend? So Lucas, let's start there, man. Uh, what paint gauge do you like? Uh, why do you like it? And then uh, what was unique about the car that you posted on? So the paint gauge that I have is, uh, I want to say it's a VV something or another. I don't know. I, I got it out of Amazon for like a hundred bucks a year and a half or so ago. Um, it seems to work just fine for the level of work I do. I don't need anything that's perfectly accurate down to the micron. That's, you know, a thousand dollars or more. I'm not, I'm not routinely wet sanding and doing crazy corrections at most. I'll do a buff and a polish, a compound and a polish on a car, isolated wet sanding, but nothing, nothing that's going to really, um, need for, at least in my circumstance, something ridiculously expensive. It works great just to give you an, a general idea of what you're working with. You know, I'll go around the car, test enough spots to get a generalized idea because it's not uncommon for one panel of a car to have a healthy amount of clear coat and another panel to be a little bit thinner. And it just gives you a good idea of a, a more general way to attack the car when you're doing any kind of machine polishing. Um, so, yeah, mine, Amazon, cheap. Uh, it came with some calibrations, that, uh, little calibration strips that came with it that would say, you know, 10 mil or 100 mil, 50 mil so that you could test it and calibrate it to the strips. And it seems to be pretty accurate. It's generally off like 0.03 to 0.05 one way or the other. If you're measuring in mils or, you know, five or 10 or two to three microns, if you're measuring in microns, but in my experience, that's not really enough for me to care for what I do anyway. It's more so that I get an idea of what I'm doing and, you know, the, the general idea of the car's, state how it is whether or not there's been any repaints done uh how much there's left if it's been polished before stuff like that just to keep me safe yeah do you take uh, notes on that yeah i'll take uh i'll take my phone around and i'll just take uh a, a couple measurements and i'll snap a few pictures of each panel with 
if I'm doing intensive polishing. If I'm not, if I'm just doing a light polish, I'll just do a couple of quick checks just just to make sure it's not like a mill and a half. Because if it's a mill and a half, you know, it's it's one thing to yeah. I, I, like if it's below one and a half mils, I'm not really gonna even bother risking burning an edge with a light polish even on some cars because you just you don't know how thin it can be at the corners or where it's where it might be risky so i i'm a mil and a half and up i'm usually pretty comfortable with at least a light polish without having to worry too much but um yeah it's 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 just to get a good idea of what what the attack is going to be for the customer um yeah and i i had a 2017 chrysler pacifica in here yesterday and it just came in for an interior and it wasn't doing anything on the outside but i was just curious because the paint looked rather phenomenal for a used car so it's like you know what i'm just gonna quick grab a couple tests off this thing just to see and i mean i was seeing eight on the hood seven and a half on the roof on the doors i was averaging between six and eight as well and i was just like man i've tested a couple mazdas and the japanese cars and they're I mean, it's no secret they're down there in the the twos and the threes, like like it's okay. But yeah, the I was pretty impressed with how much clear coat there was on it to the point where I was almost like, uh, I don't know, almost to like repaint because you know you'll see anywhere from eight to eight plus mils on a car that's been resprayed in areas from bodywork. But this thing didn't have any any signs of bodywork to me. It was all the same color, no orange peel. Looked like it was relatively factory paint none of the signs that i could see so i was pretty impressed with the quality of the paint job all right man that's awesome thank you uh mark do you uh do you get into paint gauges is that uh, is that something you're regular into or it's just not really part of your business no it's not really part of my business but i'm interested in it now because we're talking about it um so i am definitely interested in the type of paint gauges that you guys use because there's seems like there's ones that are like five or six hundred dollars all the way to like 50 bucks so i'm just curious what you guys use all right luke uh what about you man good to see you man thanks for hopping on are you into pink ages oh no yeah can you hear me yeah there we go yeah hi um yeah i don't have a paint gauge yet but i know i need to get one soon um i'm kind of new into polishing and all that um haven't polished anybody's vehicles yet um i'm gonna start um practicing um i don't i've done a few cars but i actually do airplanes right now so it's a little bit different than cars and the biggest difference actually is that most airplanes are single stage paint there is no clear coat so when you're going to be doing a correction on something with no clear coat you need to be very careful about how much you're taking off um so i'm planning on getting a uh, gauge and getting some old parts. I have some a few fuselages that I can work on, and uh, really figuring out how much I can take off. Um, I've done one polish job with a buddy of mine, and we noticed that they're all all the airplanes are kind of shot a little bit differently. The top of his fuselage, we were doing his plane. Um, the paint was a lot lighter, and if you don't know that before you go in there, you can make some big mistakes. So, so yeah. All right. I appreciate it. Dustin, we'll get to you here in a second. I see your hand raised. I want to check in with JB Mobile Detailer, man. Uh, glad to see you hopping on. Thanks for being a part of the community pub. What about you, you. Uh, as a mobile detailer? You you do paint gauges? Yes, I do. Um, 
the one I'm using is a triple V group. Uh, it's plus or minus five accuracy. Uh, it's nice on steel and aluminum, but I am in the midst of looking for one that uh, works on plastic since I'm doing a lot more polishing on a semi trucks. Right. So. Yeah, that's that, that would make uh, make sense. Let's see if Dustin's got the answer for you. He's he's nodding his head like he thinks he's going to tell you everything about paint gauges. <laughs> no, nah, I wish I had an answer there. Oh, uh, golly. I, I was I was hoping for you there. <laughs> yeah, I use the same one that Lucas does. Um, we don't do a lot of heavy cutting in my business. It's just the way we've moved uh with employees and stuff like that it, it's easier just to teach them a one step and less risk and, it, and it's just more of the services that we do um i will tell you where a paint a paint gauge does come in handy uh earlier this year i was fighting a brand new hyundai and come to find out it was a repaint job fresh from the dealership uh i actually had to get nick on the phone i was struggling with it could not get this thing to finish down um, did some tracking down who, who that dealership uses for their body work. And it was another local body shop. And I had had the same issue with their paint the year before. Couldn't get it to finish down, even tried water polish and a soft black pad. So took a couple of different measurements. You know, we were, you know, five, four and a half on some panels. And then we go around to the hatch and the driver's side. And then we're eight you know, eight, five, almost nine in some areas. And one of my guys opened the hatch and found a paint marker on one of the plastic trim pieces, which is kind of what they do in, you know, junkyard or whatever. So that's where it can come in handy. Always good to have one on hand, especially if it's just a cheap Amazon one. They do work great if you calibrate them. Uh, for what we do at my shop, we, we don't need anything too fancy with our one steps and paint enhancement polishes. Well, thanks, Kevin. Uh, are you you do paint gauges? Uh, you know, when you're out there uh, working on the pats, you know, I guess maybe they're concerned about how much paint. To... Yeah, don't worry about that right now. Oh. But Brady did have a good game this week. See, can't count can't count him out, man. Yeah, scoot up a bit closer so we can hear. Oh, my bad. Um, <laughs> Brady had a good game this week. Basically. Yeah, he did. Um, don't count him Finally. out. Finally. But um, paint gauges for me, very, very uh, useful. Um, I've been using them for like three years. I, I think I paid like a hundred bucks on Amazon. It's probably 40 now, who knows. Um, working with Range Rovers, especially, it paid for itself the first time. You know what I mean? Um, I had a client, bought a brand new car, right through the uh, drive-through, first time, it had uniform marks from the fender to the quarter all through the car and it was like okay you know in that <laughs> yeah you, know, you go okay okay <laughs> okay so the paint gauge and the customer's like oh wow what's that and i'm like well it shows me how thick it is how how aggressive i can be what i need to do and uh that was a great selling point just by whipping out that tool you know uh just something in the tool belt basically um but yeah i mean that yeah i Listen, I, we got a couple heads starting to go, okay, okay. And I'm sure people are listening, going, yeah, that does make sense. Like just having one out there so that when you're going to polish, it kind of does help 
you know, listen, we, you've had people come over and work on your, your, your heater and air or your electricity, or they've always got some crazy little gadget that they're trying to mess around with. And it's like, once you said that it does make sense, like that really would help people, you know, yeah. Okay. I'm testing this. That's we got to make sure. And you go through the spiel, like you just went through, like that really does help elevate you. That's nicely done, man. Great job. Here's the community. Community. And uh, I'll tell you what, the first time I did a, uh, the SVR range, I go to the hood and it's like, boop, because it's carbon fiber. I didn't even know that at the time. And I wouldn't read it. And I'm like, oh, what's going on here? So I uh, quickly just looked up the specs and it was like carbon fiber hood and some, some other stuff came out. 10 G's just for the hood. Well, just so it helped save you too. Yeah, oh, you I like it. Through that, you're toasted. Definitely. You know? So, all right, let's let's go with Alex and company. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just wanted to touch on on that. Um, my first ever polishing job for a client. I had just started detailing full time. I didn't even have a have a van yet. I was doing that out of my car, and uh, this guy called for for a quote for a, to have his truck polished. And I show up, I talk to him for a minute and he's, he's, he's like a 30 year body guy. So right away, I'm like, oh shit. Like, am I jumping into something like something over my head? I went there with confidence. And as soon as he said he was in the bodywork industry, I was like, oh man. Um, so I actually, I, I, the paint gauge is one of the first things I bought when I started to learn how to polish. And I, I brought that out and I think that impressed him too. And he ended up having me do his truck and a classic Mustang that he had with original paint. Um, so yeah, so it, it turned into a pretty big job for me. And I think that definitely had something to do with it. That's cool. Do you, do you still use one? Yeah, not, not as often. I'll, I'll use it if I'm doing like a heavy cut or if I have to wet sand or something. Um, a, a lot of times a, a one step is, is more than enough to get the car where we want it. Um, so I, I don't, I don't use it as often as I probably should. What do you know about them? Do you have any that you could recommend? Um, no, the one I have is probably similar to the one that everybody else has so far. I think I paid a hundred or 150 bucks on Amazon. Cool. Appreciate it. Yeah. See you on cooking with Nick. Uh, give us a little update on the menu, what it's looking like. And, uh, what do you know about paint gauges and Tesla paint? Cause, Ooh, come on. We all know that Tesla yeah. paints a little shady sometimes, man. Sure. Um, I'll do food update first. Uh, fans are starting to preheat. I've got fish seasoned up um got some what'd you season your fish with old bay uh, uh so friday is the day do any of you got I, i've talked about this before but maybe not everybody understands when you're not anywhere near the water sometimes you have to wait for these big trucks that have ice containers and if you find the right guy you can get some so they are showing up this friday I wasn't so big on the on the shrimp and stuff last time, but those the crab. I'm gonna get a ton of lump crab meat. I'm so ready for crab cakes. I'm ready for some old bay crab cakes. I'm gonna take. I think we talked about that last time, and yeah. uh, I'm ready for some old bay crab cakes. I'm gonna do this weekend, yeah, and then plus you get a little crab in your eggs. Anybody ever done a lump crab in your eggs and make a little breakfast taco? Oh, I have yes. I think it's going to be good, but delicious. Yeah. All right. Cook um, it with Nick. What else? You got the veggies and the potatoes rolling? Uh, yeah, they're, uh, potatoes are rolling. Veggies are about to go on here in just a second. Um, I'm just 
probably just going to saute those in a pan and then toss in like salt, pepper, and lemon, uh, lemon oil, lemon flavored olive oil. Nice. Good shit. All right. Are you into um, pink ages? I am. Uh, I've just got basically the same thing that Dustin and Lucas have a little $50 Amazon thing. Entry level. I didn't go the cheapest one I could find, but I didn't go with a really high end one. I just, I just wanted to get a, a basic idea of, you know, forensic idea of like what, you know, history of the vehicle could be some, some clues of what the history could be. If some panels have been repainted, um, and just see how much material I have to work with. So I, I know how aggressive I can go. Um, like I've got my mom's Lexus. I need to, I need to correct out here. And, uh, diving in on it i'm thinking oh it's, it's an older car maybe might have been resprayed might have been whatever no it's got like five and a half mils all over it so i'll get something to work with um but yes yeah, about tesla paint that's that's also why i got it um because i was standing on tesla paint um, right after mobile tech and i learned a little bit more about um proper sandpaper and and you know sanding techniques and all that and Occasionally you get like dirt nibs and stuff in the paint or a car comes back from body and it doesn't look great and maybe you have to sand it out a bit. So I wanted to get a general idea of course how deep that was. And I was seeing most of those right around four mils, give or take a, a quarter of a mil. Um, so there's some material there, but it's, it's not, it's not the thinnest thing in the world and it's not by any means that thick. All right. But that let me get some clues of what I was working with there too. Definitely. All right, let's jump over to what some people today are thinking, uh, kind of maybe their savior of their business, right? Going into holiday season over the years, many people have waited for this time to be able to put out a gift certificate. Hey, great time to get uh, your car done, get a gift certificate, put it under the tree, stocking stuffer. It's a it's seems to be a thing over the years many people like to sell right it's it's a thing to put out there of advertisements uh but not everybody's really too happy about that apparently uh dustin making a post inside the hyperclean specialist group warning people in a sense not to do gift certificates so listen i'm excited about all the different people that are on tonight uh, if you got an opinion on gift certificates Put your hand up. If you want to know how to put your hand up, send Derek a message. He can walk you through it. That way we'll know what what opinion you have. But let's go to Dustin first because, you know, Dustin, you had a really extremely clean vehicle. You made a ton of money. You got that car in and out. It seemed like you're going to want to do gift certificates like to every customer. So I don't understand what, what you're too upset about. Oh, man, let's just dive right on into it. So it always leads. First of all, let's, let's walk through this process. Let's first of all, it, it was not a clean car. Let's start there. I'm giving no, them shit. Pretty, like this thing was bad. disgusting. This thing was roached, man. Like take your vacuum cleaners, dump them in the floor, mat it around, stick your drill brush there and just buzz that sucker into the Subaru carpet, which sucks anyways, right? Um, totally nasty. She got it. She got the gift certificate as a gift. And this is why you should make it for a dollar amount rather than just a detail. Um, so anyways, she shows up or she calls me and of course it's December. We got like three weeks left in December. Hey, I got this gift certificate last year for Christmas and it expires at the end of this year. 
So, and this is what I've found that a lot of people that receive gift certificates do. They wait until the last minute. Number two, these are the gift certificates because somebody knows that they have a nasty vehicle. Well, that's why they get the gift certificate. And then you have to have the awkward conversation of, hey, your vehicle's nasty. It's going to cost double the amount. So that conversation can go one of two ways. Fortunately, this one went pretty well. She's like, I understand. It is what it is. Thank you. Um, but uh, Sean with Orbis X on the Orbis X uh, off the clock show, another one with Marty. He made a valid point that kind of stuck out to me today when I listened to it. He said, but it brings in fresh customers. It might be a nasty vehicle, but you might have just earned a new customer. So there's a lot of pros and cons. I hate doing them because it's always last minute, you know, a couple weeks left till the end of the year. They wait till that sucker's about to expire or they lose the gift certificate, you name it. I, you know, it is, it's an interesting debate. We see all the hands. It's awesome. I'm looking forward to everybody's discussion. You mentioned something that I hope everybody hears is you said, don't give a package, but give a dollar amount. You're saying that to help keep from putting yourself in that situation, right? The situation of somebody buys a full detail for a buddy of theirs or a friend of theirs, right? It happens all the time. Oh, Hey, I, I saw this detailer is running a special and uh, I'm going to get it as a stocking stuffer for my, uh, my, my, my soccer mom friend that is driving everybody around, right? Like that happens a lot. Right. And, and you get this gift certificate that these people are excited. Oh, I'm so happy. They got me this gift certificate and you open it up and you go, Holy shit. I now know why they got you that gift certificate. So a great way to help keep you from a oh shit moment is do your gift certificates just on a dollar figure amount and have the person call and they just have a certain dollar figure that they're going to spend. And then you can give them a detail that matches that dollar figure. I that's, that is a valuable lesson. I, I do appreciate it. All right, let's go around the room. JB, what about you, man? What's your thoughts on gift certificates? So I, I do electronic gift cards with dollar amount attached to it. Um, about two weeks ago, had one customer uh, um, schedule. Uh, uh, I guess her friends uh, bought the gift, the electronic gift card. When I got there, I, I literally had to tell her, there's an upcharge for how dirty your car is. Um, so like, even with the dollar amount doesn't cover your ass all the way, you will ha probably have to charge more on top of what the gift card covers. Um, because this, this girl's car, I took out 18 bags of trash. Oh. She was like a hoarder. It was horrible. Oh no. Uh-uh. Oh my God. <laughs> but right but you had a new customer that came in right yeah luckily yeah luckily that's true that is the thing right like you hate to have those those horrible ones but but wow at least somebody's there right like that for some people i understand why gift certificates are important 
Lucas, your thought. I love gift certificates. Hey, there we go. For a few reasons. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Why do you love gift certificates? So there's a few reasons. In a place that has a shitty climate as Michigan, there are a few huge reasons why everyone should push gift certificates. One, definitely don't do a package. You're going to fuck yourself on the back end because someone's going to show up with a car that's going to cost twice or three times as much as what the package is good for. So always make it a dollar amount that the person receiving the gift can apply towards something they need done, whether it be interior or exterior. Second, I love gift certificates because it's no secret that detailers slow way down when it snows. So when it's shitty outside, we're doing interiors and just about interiors only for two to three months over the wintertime. Right now, right now is when the, the shitty part of the season starts. So that big influx from everyone wanting to buy gift certificates for family members is a great cash injection so we can keep our lights on over the winter and also keep us busy throughout a month or two of work, at least pepper it in there. Um, and then another reason why I love gift certificates is because for a marketing tool, they are unbelievably quintessential for helping grow something with a community that you may want to go and be a part of. So what I, what helped me a lot last year with my business was I went to a lot of car shows. I've always gone to a lot of car shows. I will talk to the person running that car show and say, Hey, I want to sponsor your car show. You put my name on your ads, your flyers, and you say my name, announce it. I'll donate a 100, 200, 300, whatever it is, dollar gift certificate as a prize for one of the raffle drawings or one of the car show awards. So then you get all these people that are the ideal clients for their cars and they'll come to the car show. They'll see your name, your logo plastered all over all the memorabilia, the shirts, the flyers. And then they'll also at the end during the award ceremony, they're going to hear, all right, and now this raffle number for a $300 gift certificate. Thank you to XYZ Detailing Company for sponsoring this. And I've actually gotten uh, quite a decent return over the summer months as well, pushing that kind of gift certificate model as an advertising tool for sponsorships. So what happens then? How do you, you, you've known that people have reached out to you from hearing that around the, on the car shows or the people that win it, they come in and then they refer people. I mean, walk us through a little bit of how you you've known it's been such a great thing for you. Right. So, uh, exposure is everything. And, uh, I mean, you can pay $300 for a Facebook ad and unless you know how to fine tune that ad, it's going to expose it to every single person in the country that follows the criteria you met. And, depending on the metrics, say 1% of those people are going to click through and 1% of those people are going to follow through with a job. So you might break even, you might make money, you might not. When you're at a car function with people who really care about their cars, I don't get a job from every single car show, but every car show I go to, I at least get people talking to me and I get people in the sales funnel. And sometimes I'll even book, I'm more likely to book a high ticket item like a correction in a ceramic coating from something like a, clar- a classic car show than I am from advertising that I do interiors on Facebook. So uh, not only do you get to shake their hands, you get to hear thank you from people that are high up in the car community as well. So if you're yeah. sponsoring something and you're in contact with the person who runs these car shows, you're going to be their guy so when they have people in their club or a show organization ask them hey who can i go to for a wash before the show hey who does restorative work this kind of thing that they're going to say well hey this guy advertised and uh sponsored our charity car show last year 
and you know, great, great company. Or, you know, you get that person that wins it comes in. Yeah. It sucks. You're going to have, you know, a half a day, day's worth of work that you're giving away for free, but then that person is also in your sales funnel. So then they're more inclined to repeat their business with you. Lucas, what if you tried to work out something where you gave away, you wanted to be uh, the sponsor for the winning vehicle and the winning vehicle got a gift certificate of a value <laughs> uh, towards, and then right. Every I'd listen, I, I love this. When you start talking, it came to my mind because I see nonstop, a lot of detailers that love to post photos or videos of the, the car show guys that won and hey we worked on this car hey this was one of our cars right mm -hmm. like that could be a way to start putting some of that in our bag in a sense give away the gift certificate to the winner or the first second and third whatever and then the top cars that coming through they're the ones in your shop and those are the videos the photos all the stuff you can take you know, I like the idea of what you talk about for marketing and, and that would be the, the flip side of it. You know, last week we talked about videos and Hey, if you gave away gift certificates, just and of a value, just to get a really, really great car into your shop or into your mobile business, then it kind of becomes on you of how you get the value out of giving away because you're right. We can spend a hundred bucks on ads or we can spend a hundred bucks on a gift certificate to get a really great car in, take a bunch of videos, take a bunch of photos, have some recognition around the car community in our world. And uh, nicely done, Lucas. Great job. I like yeah. it. Great idea. Really All right, let's, idea. let's go over to Derek. So um, I do the digital gift cards with Square so that you don't have to physically have the car. They just go online. And then I set it up where they can, like you guys were saying, where they can only book, I think, 50 or $100. Or they can do a custom amount. So luckily, I haven't had any issues where the cars have been terrible. Um, I had one time where a brother booked, like, for the one guy's birthday, he put $100 towards his coding on his car. So it kind of worked out. But you... At least with me, I've had it where they've gotten gift cards and then I never see them. So they never, it's basically just like people giving you money at that point. So I had last year, I had four people buy gift cards. And as I don't know, like I didn't, I have, I put an ad out, not ad, but I just kind of advertised I had gift cards. I had four people buy them. I've never done their cars. So it's like, you know, you get the money up front and that's like cool. And then you just never do the work. But when they do come to collect, usually it, it kind of catches me off guard. Like I had one where they booked it for the Christmas and then in spring they came and wanted to get the car done. And I'm like, who the hell? Like, what are you talking about? And then I went into the car, but I did a really good job. They loved me. I was like, the customer service was really high. And then I went back and did the father's car, the daughter's car. So it, it kind of worked out, but I just, at the end of the day, it feels like, especially if they book um, an amount where it covers the package, the car is not that bad. And then you, you go out, do the car, and you leave. You're like, oh, I guess didn't make any money today because I already got the money a while ago. So, But I haven't had what Dustin had, but most of the cars I've done with gift cards have been okay. So overall, you're a fan of, of them then, huh? I, I'm a fan because it's it's almost like Netflix where you you sign up for it, you get it, and then you, you forget about it, and then they just keep getting money from you. But it's like you just get all the money up front, and then they remember, but – so I'm a fan of them. I, I haven't had any problems with them, but I I, I hope I never have with Dustin that. Because I saw those pictures and I was like, holy crap. But, but Jim's like that too. 
Hey, that's what I was going to say. The gym, like you sign up and then you just months and months and months go by and you go, I'm going to go cancel it and try to go cancel it. They try to threaten you. You have so to you, go in to cancel it too. You can't just yeah. do it on phone. Can't do it online. If you don't pay, they change the credit card. They, they send you, they send you collections. It happened to me one time. <laughs> yeah. Alex, I'm with you. I, I finally had to go in and the guy was still giving me shit. And I go, listen, man, you can look at the last time I came in. Right. He goes, yeah. Uh-huh. I go, <laughs> So really, you want to still get like, you know, I ain't coming. So let's go ahead and just end this now. Wow. Oh my god, Alex, are you into are you into uh, gift certificates? Yeah, I, I started doing it because a lot of my clients have asked me for them. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't really had any issues. Actually, I just had a lady from Texas buy one, and I was like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe it's, it must be for a family member or something. She called me the next day. She's like, I am so sorry. Um, I thought you were a local company. Is there any chance that you could refund me the two hundred dollars? I was like, not a problem. Oh, I, I, I told no. I said I, my 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 concern is that my business is coming up in Texas, so yeah. I, I have no idea. But I've I've had a lot of people from Maryland, and I don't know if it's because I travel through Maryland quite a bit. Did you check? Me, I, I have no idea. Are you running? Are you running an hour now? I'm sorry. Are you oh, running an ad? Are you running an ad right now or no? I, I don't have any ads running at the moment. No, hmm. I, I have I have no idea. When, when I when I say Google, I think most people are really questioning what business are you talking about? Which one? My my OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Yeah. That's why. Your boy got the spicy link. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta pay the bill somehow. I get it. That's why you're down in Texas, man. Now we know. Now we know. <laughs> All right, Kevin with Supreme. Are you into gift certificates and gift cards? I mean, personally, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I mean, I've had some bad ones, not as bad as 18 bags. Because <laughs> um, I, usually, That's I bad. usually just do a discount. I learned the hard way last year. Uh, 20% off, you know, XYZ. And then, um, you know, got into a, it was like a Jetta with like crayon, Sharpie, boogers, all that, mm-hmm. you know, all mm-hmm. that. Boogers, huh? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, besides that, it was, it was probably a five hour job, you know, out of the blue. Total, you know, it was probably September after a Christmas purchase. So it's like, whoa, hey. Um, but you know, again, <laughs> if you are getting that sale, you're getting that sale and you're moving forward, you know? Yeah. End okay. of the day, that's what it's about. Bottom line. Um, so again, if you do get the returning customer, great. Keep it, keep it moving. But, uh, that Jetta did not come back. <laughs> Unfortunately. There. Uh, I think, I don't know where I heard it, but somebody was saying that like, if you do do digital gift cards, like you, you just take that money and then just put it to the side. Like, don't, don't consider it like income, I guess, whatever. So that when you do say they do wait, they buy it in December and then they wait until the following year in September, you can then, okay, then take that money to get paid for the job. So it's not like you're going out for free. Cause that was, that was my biggest thing. It was like, I, I felt like I was going out. Like my wife was like, Oh, you're going to get a car in Bridgewater. I drove over. Should you get paid today? I was like, yeah, I got paid last year. Like, not, <laughs> not, not today. 
but I just, but I remembered, oh, wait a minute. And I went and I have it all on my spare card and I took it out. Like, oh yeah. And I just paid myself for that day. Or just consider that your savings account. I never. I do. I was going to say square has that now. So I have, that's what I've been doing. I put, I have it. You can have an auto do it. And I have it eight, every time I do a card. sale, 8% of it goes automatically into a savings account. I don't touch it. Yeah. That's cool. I like it. If anybody else doesn't have something pressing on their chest where they're like, I got to talk about gift certificates, then we'll finish out with Derek. And I mean, listen, I'm, I'm all the way through this. This was a delicious rum barrel aged spice cake. I, I really recommend it. Anybody get Boulevard anywhere where you're at Kansas city or Midwest, or if you see it, make sure to grab it. That's a delicious beer. But it's time for me to tab out. I, I actually had to grab a couple side beers because I drank that 12.5% or too fast. And I'm ready to tab out, Derek. I'm about to go grab another beer because I'm afraid to see what's going to happen <laughs> here. So actually, too, I'm not finished mine. But uh, <laughs> all right, guys. If you had to take a shot every time you heard this word in detailing, what would have you on the floor? Hmm. All right, give us one example so we kind of know what you mean. So for me, if I heard the word, and I'm, when I use this example, you guys cannot use it. If I heard the word, I want to get my car ceramic. Not ceramic coated, just the word, I want to get my car ceramic. Okay, I so mean, it's not just like in detail, like in the groups, it's overall. Right, Overall. like maybe it's a customer that says something. Maybe it's in a group or video. Anything. Listen, Any I know video. somebody's going to use this, so I won't use it. But <laughs> I, I think the one that people, somebody's going to use it is dialed. Right, like there's people that hate that <laughs> word. Right, like they hate that. You know what? I'm going to steal it. I'm going to steal it from whoever had that. Never mind. I'm not going to try and come up with one of my own. I'm going to take the low bearing fruit and just grab dialed. it. Dialed, right? Like dialed. there's so many people that hate dialed. I don't hate dialed. I use it. So, but I use it too. I'll take the shot. I don't care. Cause to me, it's like, whatever. I like the shot. I'm not, not, <laughs> not wanting to take shots. Let's take shots. Here we go. Dialed. Oh God. All right. right. Mark, what about you? Is there a, is there a, a phrase or a word inside of quote unquote detailing that you're like, man, if I took a shot every time I heard that, I'd be on the floor. <laughs> I, I think it's like, uh, I hear a lot about like, it's not that bad. My car's really not that bad. That's what oh, I hear all the time. So. Good. Yeah. There's oh, a lot of people upset Lord. with you right now, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, everybody, you stole everybody's going. Damn it. What the hell? Man? Yeah, not that bad. Nice one. Nice uh, one. <laughs> I know some of the other ones, Derek, somebody will take it as, Hey, mine's next. Right. Oh no. I throw the shot at guy. him. Listen, I was walking my mom. Let's say my mom stopped by my mom's house the other day. She wanted me to take her dog for a walk. So I'm walking her dog around the the block. And, and there's a guy out washing his car, right? Like I, so what I literally, I was like, I stopped for a half second and I was like, Mine? No, I can't do it. Like, <laughs> but there was a guy. I mean, it was cool. He had music going. Yeah, he, he was out detailing his car. It looked, it was awesome. It was great. You know, it was like, I so <clears throat> mine's next. Looks brand new. Mine's next. You know, like everybody does, but I couldn't do it. All you right, Lucas. What about you? 
It seems that with the theme of the holidays lately, the word around my customers has been the word crockpot. I have had really? more than a handful <laughs> of calls where it's been, yeah, my crockpot full of baked beans or oh, wieners or no. insert holiday dish here spilled over in the back seat. I thought the seatbelt would be enough, but I had to brake hard and yeah. <laughs> So uh, over the past, over November and even into December a little bit now as we get into it, I've done probably five or six interiors because they spilled a crock pot in the back seat. So that's that's kind of been the theme around here lately. Lucas, I thought I was the only one. Last year I had two people with um, chicken marsala in a crock pot that spilled in the tracks of a Chevy Traverse. Oh fuck, Derek! I mean, that. did you happen to just kind of scrape some up to see how it was? Because I, I, I mean, homemade I chicken marsala, like I wow. Did. Well, hey, I listen, like, I don't so good. crockpot spills. I am plenty fine with because there's a whole lot of other shit that I can suck out of carpet that does not smell near as good as baked beans or uh, bacon, whatever it, stuff that's been cooked by grandma i am fine sucking out of carpets because it smells delicious even though it's shouldn't yeah <laughs> i would think on the bright side there lucas yeah. Yeah. way to think on the bright side all right jb uh that'll buff out right <laughs> drunk as hell drunk as hell you hear it a lot unfortunately yeah mostly from truckers oh since i'm doing a lot more semis now oh okay (laughs) would make sense uh what are you sipping on uh labat blue i okay all right good job sir my dad loves that stuff i don't know that i've derek have we seen a labat blue on the community pub i think that's the first time Ah, that's what i was thinking too yeah my daily drinker yeah, that's that's what I was that just saying. For many people, that's their daily. Stuff. Yeah, so all right. Quick, I, quick sto- I was gonna say quick story. When we used to go on vacation up to New York, because it's closer to Canada, we used to, my dad used to get cases of it because we were we would go to like um uh by Lake Ontario by Cape Men's right near the border, and we would get cases nice. of it. And I couldn't figure out why. And my dad's like, "Derek, you don't understand. This stuff was so hard to get." So yeah. I love me some little bath blue. Really? Because I mean. <laughs> Here in Michigan, Labat Blue is in it's in every gas station, Everything. convenience store, liquor store. It's everywhere here, but I never really guess I put together two and two of the Canadian flag on the on the label and Me neither. my proximity to Canada. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Me neither. Lucas, you'll have to grab some and let Dustin know how much better it is than Bush Latte. I will. A, I bet pub. you it's like Milwaukee's be- Milwaukee's best ice. Is that what it is? Oh, yes. no. The it, it is. Northeast Milwaukee's Dustin, best. <laughs> Blue is is so much better than Milwaukee's best. It's far superior. Than that 100% superior. That was my first beer with my grandpa when I was like 13 with Milwaukee's best. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I think I'm Dustin, not... I want to be that type of grandpa, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Right? Come on uh, over here. Let's have some no. Yeah, come on over. Let's have a beer. It's the Dude, best. I remember it like oh, yeah. yesterday. See, your I grandpa was you. trying to keep you from a life of alcoholism with that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Drink I this. Not. 
This is beer. My, my grandpa, I, before he passed away and before George Jones passed away, I took him to see George Jones in concert. And me and him were taking in some Milwaukee's best. And here I am in the lawn chair just <laughs> away. Thank <laughs> God that was a good ass show. <laughs> That's a great memory. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, all right, Luke, what about you, brother? Oh, yeah, I'd have to say, <clears throat> yeah, I'd have to say uh, a quick detail or a quick wash. I hear that a lot. Like, how much is it for a quick detail? Or, oh, it should be it should be a quick job. You know, it's like, well, how good of a job do you want? You know, if you, if you mm. want it to be good, it's going to take me a while. Mm-hmm. Mm, so true. That is a good one. That That's probably one that we don't hear. Brad, Derek, I haven't heard. You go I've into never... Facebook groups, anything like that. Like, that is a unique one, Luke. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Kevin. Um. Real easy one, layup. A layup would be a nice wash and wax. Right? Oh, yeah. Similar to Luke, right? Like, right, yeah. How much but, for a wash and wax? That is true. How much for a wash really, and yeah. wax? Everybody really, still gets calls on. How much for a wash and wax? Uh, I really wanted to say I have five black Escalades. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> My driver will drop them off. What about, Yo. hey, what about, Hey, if you do good on this one, I got oh right. Then you just fill in the blank. I got this uh, many, right? If you do good on this one, right? I, I got this many for you. Here's a pro tip on that. Unless they are with a company, it is 100% of the time a bullshit lie so they can try and get a cheaper price. Yeah. They're going to be a corporate account. Play with a little bit. Uh, right. I don't even know about that because we did yeah. one through the state road. And uh-huh. it was a shit show. They're like, if you do good on this one, we'll send you the rest of them. Come to find out they had blown through five other detailers because they would bring you absolutely trashed, like, fucking ass seepage stained seats on an old Chevy <laughs> Impala. Wait, and, wait. And expect it to be perfect. Wait. And that was wait. it. <laughs> Dude, I'm not well, kidding. And they want it for nothing because they have a budget. They're state funded, but buddy, they have a budget. But if you do real good, they'll send you all kinds of them because they get allocated $50 four times a year for a washing back. Oh, geez. When, when we're all done, Marty, I got a, a story about the five um, Escalade guys. I got a quick story about a customer that came to the store when you guys are done. All right. Cooking with Nick. Looks like the food turned out pretty well. You're munching down on it. Uh, anybody can go look at it's underscore grooms and go check you out. But what about you, man? Tab out question. If uh, if you heard this quote or saying and you took a shot every time you heard it, what would put you on the floor? It's definitely Tesla slash work related. Um, anytime I hear, oh, it just needs a quick wipe down or can you just give it a quick wipe down? Mm-hmm. No, manager. It's been sitting outside for six days. Ain't nothing quick about that. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm with you. Well, somebody's got an echo somewhere. I hear it. All right, uh, Corey, are you with this? If not, we'll go over to Nick. All right, I don't see Corey unmeeting. So over to Nick, uh, Pig Daddy. 
What's the one thing that you hear? Is it motorcycle related or what? That uh, golly, you hear it over and over. And if you took a shot every time you heard it, you'd be on the ground. Yeah, trying to think of one. I took some of them. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. That's the hard part about going towards the end, isn't it? Right. Thought of some, and they already took it. <laughs> um, shoot. Let's go with. Well, it's all good. Yeah, you don't remember what? Right yeah, all good. Like I said, it's tough. I I don't know any others either. I, I can't think of anything else that somebody else might say. Everybody else took them all. You're right. I did want to chime in on the uh, gift certificate thing earlier. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I, I haven't got, like, gift certificates where I sell them yet, but uh, I've given away a couple, like, details at a veteran deal they had going on. Gave away a deal there on a raffle, and then on that last toy run in Hutchison. I gave away like a hundred dollar gift certificate or just give my card and have them write something up to whoever buys it gets a hundred dollars off. I was trying to go for it. One of them, I did a, like a slick coating I offered. Then the other one I was doing what he was talking about going by a dollar amount instead of the other way, instead of offering a package. Okay, so cool. And uh, did you, did you get some results out of it? I have not heard I haven't done any of the jobs, so I haven't had whoever bought or won the raffle. I haven't heard from them yet, so okay. I don't know if I heard, like he said, maybe I'll hear from them in a year. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't put an expiration date on it either, so. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, that. you'll learn to put expiration dates, no doubt. Somebody's sure. going to get that in like three and a half years and go, hey, I found this. It doesn't have an expiration date. God damn it. Ding. <laughs> right. <laughs> what happens? JB. Uh, another one I hear a lot is how much longer? Ooh. How long is it going to take? Oh, no. Oh, that's a good mm -hmm. one, too. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, how long is it going to take? Mm -hmm. I don't know, sir. <laughs> About this long. <laughs> Derek, do you have a story? So we had a customer come in like two weeks ago, and he's like, First off, he came in. They were they didn't say anything. I said, "Hi, how you doing?" They were looking around the store. Guy starts buying a bunch of polishers and grabbing all this stuff. And I'm like, "Well, who the hell just walks in and grabs like a brand new Rupes and all these pads and stuff?" And I'm I'm talking to him. He's like, "Yeah, we had this guy call us and he's got a bunch of cars for us." So I'm like, "Okay, okay, what, what kind of cars are they?" He pulls out his phone and he shows me the text messages kevin's already um, laughing uh, kevin's hold, already wait, laughing hold, kevin hold on wait so he pulls out his phone and he shows me the text messages and i see the the exact same text messages that i get every day from these <laughs> the scammers right and he corresponded with this guy for like a week going on about so the guy had five escalades two rev fours he wanted to turn the coding ppf and and vinyl wrap on all of them and he's going to drop them off they gave this guy their bank account information. And so I'm the guy's talking to me and I'm looking at the following, looking at him. And I go, sir, please don't take offense to this, but that is a scam. And he goes, what do you mean? I took my phone out and I showed him the same exact message with the same exact words with, from the same exact person from the same exact number. And he was like, no, there's no way. And I go, yeah, okay. And I showed him five other messages. <laughs> With the same name, it was like lieutenant, whatever. I'm in the army, and I got the signature. And he goes, "You're kidding me." I go, "I go, I'm not kidding." Was it and lieutenant goes, Paul? I got a message just like that. Yes, 
Yeah, Lieutenant Paul, <laughs> yes. And he goes, he gave, we gave him our bank account information. We're going to just move the money out of that account into the other account. I go, bro, it's too late. Like, they already got your bank account information. He goes, what do you think we should do? I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm sorry. And then they just walked out, got back on the work truck and left and didn't buy anything. And I'm just like, how did you guys fall for this? <laughs> Brutal. Cold, hard facts. Walking out with their head down. But I hey, felt so bad. That's the reality of life. That's reality of business. You know, that that's the tough part. You're right. Scammers fucking suck. All right. Great episode, guys. A lot of fun. You eventually journey through. You, you get your hurdles. You take your bumps and you keep rolling. That's what's beautiful about the community. Boy, what such great things we talked about tonight, guys. A lot of great things people are going to learn from here. Thank you so much. Everybody that took time to come hop on and uh, record for the community. Listen, Labatt Blue might be the next beer that we all try and find. And, and oh, yeah. um, while Dustin's still sipping on his uh, bush latte, we're going to let him know how much better it is. You're damn right. <laughs> Derek, man, great tab out question. JB, thanks Thank so you. much for hopping on. Mark, always Thanks. good to see you, brother. Thank you for coming in. Uh, Lucas, great discussion, man. I, I really appreciate the talks about uh, the, the paint gauges. Thanks so much. Luke, yeah. brother, great to see you on for the first time. Hadn't seen you before. Thank you so much for hopping in. Please continue yeah, to be a part. Yeah, love it. Kevin, Supreme, stay warm, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking with Nick. Everybody go check out his food. It's underscore grooms. Thanks so much, man. Great to see you on tonight. And uh, we'll get a last shot of the food, or did you already chomp it down? Oh, I ate the hell out of that. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> that was extra, now. extra busted. You got the ice cream. Yeah. You got the ice cream. I saw that, Briars. <laughs> uh, I love it. Y'all are going to roast me for this. There's fruity pebbles in here. What? <laughs> What's what? Fruity pebbles in your ice cream. Hey. Oh, hell yeah. That's gas. Nick, Nick, is that a pro move? Absolutely. <laughs> is it a pro gamer move? Oh, bro, what? <laughs> a pro gamer move. <laughs> hmm. Well, apparently, Nintendo, if anybody plays Nintendo, they're going to get a nice little upgrade with what COD now coming to uh, Nintendo. Did everybody see that? Oh. I don't use Nintendo. Oh, but really? Do I? Anybody really? On Wii? Oh, yeah. It was great. Nick, it was great, Perfect. right? The Wii. the Wii, the original Wii U, the Wii, yeah. Black Ops I love Zombies Wii on the Wii. Did anybody knew the hack on the Wii Sports Bowling where you could roll it up the alley and it would no, get up on the wall and then it would top itself off? And that was the best way to hack that one. Love that. Did you beat Matt at tennis? No, I never got into the tennis <laughs> one, bro. That is what it is. All right. Pig Daddy, maybe we'll see you this weekend out of the uh, the bike uh, rally, but uh, I won't yeah. be there, but I might wave at you if you're going to be around. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks so much. Had a great community pub with everybody. Martinez, uh, love that you're always around, man. Really appreciate it every time you hop in. So everybody have know. a great night. So, yeah. See you guys. Hey, this is Marshall. What a fun community pub. I'm a couple beers in, but hey, I'm holding in good. I had a great time talking to everybody. 
Hey, Liza, I want to tell you something else that's been really great inside of car life. And it's a message and it's a communication with, with Bill. Bill is our new distributor in Wisconsin. And he's super excited about being able to offer and elevate people's car life, right? Offering hyper clean to people. He said, then he'll get calls. People want to know, hey, what should I use? He didn't have an answer. Now he has an answer. For people that are at the car show that he goes to, hey, what should I use? Well, now he has an answer. Having an answer for a problem, well, it's that's a solution. The best businesses are those that grow out of solving problems, having a solution for others inside of their local community. If you're somebody that's had that question, hey, what should I use? Maybe you should reach out to us and look at being a hyperclean distributor. Go on hypercleanstore.com, fill out the form, and let's have a discussion. Let's talk through what opportunity do you see how you can elevate car care in your area? We all know that as the tide rises, so do all ships. So if you can elevate car care in your area, that just means everybody's going to have a better experience in their car life. You being the specialist and you controlling the territory and you raising what car care looks like in your city. What does that mean for you? If you see that possibility, hypercleanstore.com right now, go fill out the form, look into becoming a hyperclean distributor and we'll have a talk. Let's have a discussion. <laughs> hey, this is Marshall and I hope you make it a great day.